love affair with hip hop, but never fade away. Cecilia you know, thanks for downloading the show, streaming it, however you're getting it. Encyclopedia Hip Hop. Um, this episode, we're going to talk Juice Crew, the legendary Juice Crew, the world famous Juice Crew. Um, Kane, Coogee Rap, Shantae, Tragedy. Craig G, PJ Swan, Biz Markie, Mr. Magic, Molly Maul, uh, you know, and all kind of other members. Um, the music, albums, songs, you know, it's a good time in the, the diamond era of hip hop, back when everything was everything was good. You had your, your, your bridge wars, crew battles, you had different kind of music and, and story rhymes. It's just it's a great time for hip hop. So um, I wanted to make sure that I covered that on the podcast. I'll be joined with um, my, my man, 12 Kyle from 12 Radio Show, Blog Talk Radio. Make sure you check that out. And um, that's what we're going to do. So we're going to talk Symphony. We're going to unfortunately talk Symphony 2 um, and Control Volume 1. Uh, the Death Fresh Crew, Shantae and Biz, the Get Busy Crew. Biz, Mark, Kane, TJ Swan, you know, so it's, it's, it's going to be a good time. Uh, if you have comments, you know, leave them on the page and, or tweets at Tweet Rhyme Life. But other than that, we're going to we're gonna listen to a couple of songs and, 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 and let, let, let the uh, Death Fresh crew uh, get busy one time, hit the theme song, and then uh, we're going to get it popping. One. Only, only you, you. Now this goes down to my people's representing me, a smooth operator operating correctly. Now this goes down to my people's representing me, collecting relaxation. Now this goes down to my people's representing me. Rock grooves and make moves with all the mommies. E. You conceited bastard. Who rock grooves and make moves with all the mommies. Allow to introduce myself. You want the man. Who rock grooves and make moves with all the mommies. You said I'm not to eat. You want to make it perfect. Most critically acclaimed Pulitzer Prize winner, best storyteller, thug narrator I went, I step up in the place They know I step correct Girls, rub on your titties Y'all got that knot shit that make you work your neck E, look good but fuck ugly My attitude is all fucked up in real city I got you stuck off the realness We be the infamous So you can understand E The dopest, flyest, OG pimp, hustler, gangster player Hardcore motherfucker living today To be honest, I am totally and completely on his dick Me and Swan got this here record coming out You know what now We want to let y'all know how it go So I want to ask y'all one question All the homeboys out there Are y'all having sex? Hold on, hold on Put your hands up in the air if you are Listen Oh boy Alright, we're bluffing have any of your homeboys got burned? So, Blessed, let me ask you one more question. Do y'all know what these are? Y'all know what these are? Yo, Swan, tell them. 
All I want is protection. All I really want. Baby, please, no infections. Now here's a skeezer. Come off the block, and he's known to the girls as Hot the Trot. Now a name like that was easy to earn because the kid'll give your pussy a third degree burn. So yo, all I want is protection. That's all I really want, baby. Please, no infections. Now y'all bust this here. Now I know girls that can be rather outrageous They lay down with guys knowing that they're contagious They give a good fucking but by time they're through You got a bad case of cock barbecue So yo All I want is protection That's all I really want Baby please no The last infection. one I once knew a girl that had VT Yo, she had the nerve to try to give it to me I was just about to fuck her But I stopped short Because the bitch pussy smelled just like a Newport So yo All I want is protection That's all I really want Baby, please, no infections chill. chill, let me go into this here Yo, now y'all already know who Swan is Y'all know business I gotta tell you who I am, alright So bust this here Well, I'm a pimp I'm letting it be known that I'm employing young girls to ones that's grown. I'm also a king that sits upon the throne. In other words, I'm bad to the bone. A lady kind of zoo a sex shooter. I get the job done like Roto Buddha. So all you sexy ladies, don't even think maybe. Play like Melissa Morgan and do me, baby. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, man. You see that girl Shanita out there? You know, she need a new hairdo. She need new clothes. She need a facelift. You see that one, man? Yo, but let me ask you, how many lovely ladies in the house? Could all the lovely ladies put one hand up in the air? If you look good, point yourself out. Well, listen, let me tell you. I see some lovely ladies, but yo, Biz, yo. have you ever seen a girl that you thought was legit when really she wasn't about jack shit? Well, I met one that had tried the front or telling me that it was that time of month because we was at the crib about ready to get busy then all of a sudden she became busy i said i thought that we was gonna have some sex she said wait a minute so i can change my cotex i said hold on now what's going on i don't want no big daddy junior boy never mind forget it that's quite all right no i'm not knocking boots tonight because you're on your menstruation it will go away. You're on your menstruation, and it only lasts for five more days. Yo, what about the rest of them, Kane? Bust it. I once knew this girl by the name of Carla. She used to use a soda bottle to get hot. Now I fucked her one time, and when I was done, I cashed the pussy in for a nickel refund. Then there was this girl by the name of Betty. The bitch had titties, sharp as a machete. She jumped on top of me and wouldn't behave. And when she rubbed them in my face, she gave me a close shave. Then there was this girl by the name of Joyce. The bitch was a bum, but she swore she was Joyce. A low-class ass, and that's word to Mills. I opened up her pussy and it said, Nice dude! Last but not least, there's a girl named Mary. The bitch had a pussy that was awful hairy. I opened it up. To take a look down there, I saw a big forest fire. It's Smokey the Bear! Welcome hey, hey, back hey, to the hey, Encyclopedia hey, Hip Hop Podcast. Today, we're talking Juice Crew. Uh, arguably, 
even though people shouldn't argue, the greatest crew collective in hip hop history. And I'm here with Man, 50 Grand, ATL, by way of South Kakalaki. Uh, see him on Twitter, at 12 Cal, a host of 12 Radio Show. Uh, tell the people what's up. Get on, get on the pod because you know you eat chicken. <laughs> Yo, what's going on, people? Once again, it's your boy Twelve Kyle. Good, good to be back, man, on on the podcast, man. As always, man. Um, anytime you get a chance to sit down and chop it up with a hip hop historian such as such as yourself, um, you know, it, it's always a good thing. So, and uh, you know, the the idea of talking about the Juice Crew, um, which is one of my favorite crews, and probably, arguably, like you said, one of the best crews uh, from from hip hop period. Uh, I, I couldn't, I couldn't, you know, pass the opportunity to, you know, sit down and politic ditto about mm-hmm. it. So let's do it. All right. So, so when were you first exposed to the Juice Crew? What was your, your Juice Crew memories when you when you heard? I mean, was it was your introduction uh, the, the symphony? Well, when when were you uh, into the Juice Crew? You know what? I, 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 that's a good question because I, I thought about it. Uh, we were talking about it before and I can't remember the exact year I actually had to try to google it to see when they first came out um, I want to say it was right my first introduction was just the mere mention of the Juice Crew and and just for those of you listening like he said I'm from South Carolina so you know obviously in the mid 80s there was no internet or anything like that so you know you got the music we always got the music down south later than it did of course music hip-hop music originated in the north and then it would trickle down so if you unless you had family or friends that was sending you music you know you probably if a song came out and they were playing it on wbls in new york you probably heard it down south maybe about two months later so i remember my next door neighbor he he lived in he he had family that that was in New York. He actually moved down south from New York, but he would go up there all the time during the summers. And I remember him coming back. We were talking about hip hop, and he was like, "Man, you you got to hear the Juice Crew." I was like, "Juice?" I mean, just the name sounded funny to me. I'm like, "Juice Crew." I remember I distinctly remember laughing at him, like like who the hell is the Juice Crew? And he was trying to tell me like who the Juice Crew. And the only name I could remember was Marley Mall, cause that pretty simple. Uh, Marley Mall. I'm like, okay, Juice Crew, Marley Mall. I, like, I don't know who that is, but um, and it wasn't until later, you know, maybe another five, four or five months, it was when I heard the symphony, and I think that's when it kind of all clicked that you know this is who he, who he was talking about. But my first introduction of the Juice Crew, I did not. It was just based off that conversation, mm. and um, and like I said, we didn't. I didn't hear the music probably for another. Uh, you know, three or four months after that, but um, you know, once I got introduced to it uh, and introduced to the crew, man, and you kind of had an idea as to who was in the group, and 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 it's something we're gonna talk about tonight. I know, you know, back then it was really, at least for for fans like me, and pretty sure like you too, it was really about who you were down with. So anytime you could make a correlation between, okay, well, yeah, this person is cool and he's down with such and such. So if he's down with him, then he got to be cool. You know what I'm saying? So like if you knew Marley Marl was cool, but you didn't know Kane, and then when you realized Kane and Marley Marl was in the same crew, it almost validated. If, if you thought Marley Marl was cool without knowing anything about Kane, 
Kane's coolness was validated because you just figured that Marley Marl was cool. Yeah, he, he like, didn't run no lames, you yeah, know what I'm saying? Like, he's not gonna hang out with some assholes. So obviously, exactly. obviously, dude's nice. Yeah, it was it was all about the introduction to people. If you weren't down with somebody, it was like you really had to go out and be real nice, you know. And that's I, I think that led to um, um, what we'll get get into later, the bridge wars. Because, mm-hmm. um, yeah, well, um, so I think the um, the first time I heard about the Juice Crew was, I think it was, I guess, 87. Okay. 87 when um, Around Have a Nice Day came out. And, you know, Shantae was like, that's one queen of the crew with the Juice. And, um, and All Stars came out. Um, so let's go with the uh, core members. The core members, because some people we're not gonna count. So <laughs> let's say we got Shantae, we got Shan, we got Kane, Bismarck, G Rap, Craig G, and Master Ace. Out of yep. out of that, out of the core members, there we're not gonna count Molly Mall because he ain't spitting. We're not going to count Mr. Magic because he's not spitting. Right. We could count TJ Swan, but, you know. He ain't spitting. He's singing. Yeah, he's not spitting. So who's your favorite member? Favorite member, hands down, is Kane. Now, all your MCs, let's talk turkey. Where did you get the nerve to think that you can hurt me? I roll a rappers just like a vigilante. I give a bullet, flesh wound on an eye jammy. That's homicide from rhyme supplied. Miles are bright as day. Yours are tales from the dark side. I'm the commander. You're nothing but a rookie. Ain't no hair on my chest, but I'm one tough cookie. Explode across stage like dynamite. And if I start rocking hard, then I just might rock too hard. Before you will soften and rhymes you adopted will become orphans as I give birth to seeds of the earth, put rhymes in existence. So don't miss this essay. I just may lecture and I bet you whatever I express, indeed it will affect you. Captivate you to be exact. And all competition appeared to be weak. I meant to say whack. A vision of blur. Just thinking of competing with me. I say, huh? No way, Jose, no day, no triumph. And if you want my opinion, why um, may I suggest that you calm your nerve before you get served? Just like an order, so um I think uh I when I first heard Kane, he just sounded I think the thing that really got me, man, was he sounded real smooth. And I mean like for those of you listening and you know exactly what I'm talking about, there was uh from the t- from hip hop's inception up until right around the time, you know, Rakim, Kane, all of those guys came out 85, 86, 87, around that time. A lot of MCs, their voices, phonically, their voices were a little high-pitched. Not high-pitched like a girl, you know what I'm saying? But they, they had higher-pitched voices. So Kane, one of the things that stood out to me initially, because and, and I'll, just to... To, to prove to the point, if you listen to Sh- think about the first time you heard Shan and how high Shan's voice is, and then think about Kane and his voice is a little bit lower and it's a little bit more baritone and it just it sounded really smooth. So I was like, man, yo, who is this dude? And then I remember the first time I saw Kane in a video, I'm like, yo, this dude is not only is he he sounds cool, but he had like that cool look, you know, mm-hmm. and. He was, you know, like back then, you know, that was a big thing for us because 
he was dark skinned and I'm dark skinned so I was like oh man we, you know we, it's almost like we got a little cult hero here um, you know but he was real smooth with it and obviously as he moved on as far as his style you know seeing Kane in suits and stuff like he was all Kane was always sharp all, never bummy you know um, I think appearance was something that uh, that was you know was just as important to him as rhyming because Kane was you know definitely about the ladies um, but he wasn't necessarily alienated male, alienating his male fans either. But um, but yeah, man, I think uh, for me, that was one thing that really stood out, man. Kane, his delivery, um, and then like I said, once I got a chance to see him in a video, um, that was uh, that kind of did it for me. But Kane has always been my favorite. Um, just his rhyme styles. Uh, he At the time that he came out, there, there wasn't anybody that sounded like him. Uh, and I think that was one of the things that really made him. And I don't know if he necessarily went for a certain sound or less, or the record label said, "Hey, you should sound like this." He was Kane was just different. He yeah. just had his own little flow. Um, Kane and Heavy D were probably the first rappers that I can remember that had really good backup dancers. And I mean, like, I don't mean just like guys just moving around, like Scoob and Scrap could, could dance, you know, and uh, of course, uh, Heavy D had the boys, you know, they could dance. Um, but yeah, I, Kane was, was, was the dude for me. Kane was just, um, and I mean, I had my other favorites, but first and foremost, it, it was Big Daddy Kane for sure. Yeah, and shout outs to Houdini, who had the, the ill dancers, who later became UTFO. Yeah, shout out to Kanko Kid and uh, Doc Ice. Yeah, they had dancers. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I could see that. Now, if if we're talking favorites, if we're talking favorites, Kane is my fourth favorite. Okay. He's my fourth favorite. Now, if we're talking lyrically, it's a different it's a different right. list. Um, but it's if if you listen to the show, if you follow me on Twitter, there's no question who my favorite member is. Shantae. It's Queen of Rocks, Shantae. <laughs> Shantae is uh, almost solely directly responsible for me falling in love with hip-hop. So, um, Shantae. Now, she, we would say she's 1A. 1B would be uh, the cool genius of rap. Right. You know, who I... Um, I'm often on my island by saying that he's the second best lyricist in hip-hop history. Yeah, you're definitely out of that one. But, you know, I don't think anybody else is touching dude except for except for the guy. But anyway, um, okay, so let's do it like this. Rank the core members from uh, your your favorite to least favorite. Core members from my favorite to least favorite. So um, we got Kane first. Kane first, then I got to go with... Uh, I got to go with G-Rap, uh, and, and I'll be the first to admit, like, it took me a minute to warm up to G-Rap, to be honest. And I, and I don't know why. It, it took me, like, I guess maybe it's because I caught his album late, his first album, um, but where all of my buddies were really, really on to G-Rap. Like, I was kind of, like, I, I, didn't, I didn't really, I don't know if I necessarily gave him a chance, but I was just behind on him. And then, like, when I really really started studying what he was talking about 
and you know he was talking about the streets and everything I, I just that's when I really became a fan once I gave him a chance I, I don't know why I didn't and to this day it kind of <laughs> baffles me why I didn't initially give him a chance even though he was down with the crew you know what I'm saying but um but yeah G-Rap would probably be second um third I gotta go with uh gotta go with Biz mm-hmm. gotta go with Biz um just for the humor aspect of it Biz was somebody I think that we all liked at least like me and my buddies like because biz didn't take i mean if you make a song called picking boogers i mean <laughs> and you know at the time we were like we might have just been getting into middle school seventh eighth grade so you know so something like that a song called picking boogers i mean that's going to be comical to us anyway so um so it, it's uh it's so that was funny um so I, i'd have to go with biz and then Shantae, of course. Um, Shantae really, she stood out to me because I think Shantae, well, I'm not gonna say I think, Shantae was the first female in hip hop that we heard who could hold her own. Tis the season to be serving. I'm gonna dish you cause it's deserving. she wasn't paired with a with another other female like salt and pepper or finesse and quest or you know anybody else she was she was by herself she stood alone and then you bring her in the crew and lyrically she was just as good as the guy she was rhyming with and i don't think that we've seen the likes of that in a while well i, well, I take that back we didn't see that probably until for like another uh, 15 years. Yeah, yeah, Digger. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But um and, and and I don't for for one second, you know, we we you know when, when people start talking about even as we go into the future when you talk about Kim and Foxy, you know whether or not Big or Jay wrote their rhymes and stuff. I mean, you're you're close personal friends with Shantae, so I'm pretty sure oh you my know God. <laughs> she, you know that she wrote her own rhymes. So, she was just dope, man. And and I mean I she think, did have some help on a couple of tracks by Cool G and Kane. She might have. She but, might have. But yeah, I, I, I won't. You know what? E, I've, I'll take your word for that. I've never inquired and never sought to figure out whether or not she did or she didn't because I didn't want that to kind of taint the picture that I have of Shantae. Yeah. My but, thing um, about Shantae though is the, the joint, the, the Roxanne's Revenge. Which again uh, is my probably third favorite hip hop song of all time. But the the original version, it's all freestyle. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. 
you know that's true. Uh, let me tell you, explain them all to you. I met this dude with the name of a hat. I didn't even walk away. I didn't give him no rap, but then he got real mad and he got a little tired. If he worked for me, you know he would be fired. His name is Kango and that is true. He ain't got money and he ain't got the loot. And every time that I see him, he's always a begging. And all the other girls that he's always trying to lay it every time that he's sick. I mean, she just, she would just spit, and then it was like, all right. I mean, and, and to go to your point about, you know, being down with the crew and holding her own, she's the only, you know, maybe some things have changed since, you know, 1999, because I, you know, I tap out around there, but, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you know, but she was the only one, she was so dope that male rappers was dissing her. You know, they was they would and she would battle them. She would battle them on wax, and she would be at on stage going one on one versus male MCs. Female MCs didn't even they didn't even bother. But you know, like if you I don't know if you can Google it or go on YouTube. And she's battling Busy B on stage. She's battling Fru Kwan from Stetson Sonic. Right. She's battling. A rapper like him, I have so much sorrow. Look at those clothes that he probably went and borrowed so he could get on stage. Do a show, but I came out here just to let you know. My name is Shante, and I just don't all play when I rock to the beat. Yes, I do it this way. I rap mighty fast just to bust him on his ass. One, two, one, two, one, two, one, two. Two minutes left, two minutes left, two minutes left. Take a deep breath. One, two, one, two, three. Hit it. I give you credit for giving a try, but Roxanne, suck my dick and die. You can't really rap cause you ain't down, bitch. You not even the talk of the town. Two cars on the set and I'm your best bet, young ladies. Take it, I'll get you wet and I'll fuck you up. I'll fuck you down, Roxanne. Get your shit on town. Get your shit on now. What? Wait a minute. Let's get this straight. You just suck a motherfucker and your little bitty prick. You ain't got shit with your little bitty dick. You told me to suck it, then you tell me to fuck it. one is calling her out and steady b is calling her out i mean that's how dope you are when you know the your contemporaries is like i don't see gender exactly she, she nice i'm you know but again this is back in the good days of hip-hop when rule or objective number one was to be seen as the best mm-hmm. and i um tweeted earlier about this that the difference or the one of the main difference about hip-hop was it's the only music genre where you just wanted to be the best seen as the best and better than the next person better than everybody else it was that's never that's not like an r&b luther one like yeah i'm singing because right. i'm better than levert right. you know i'm sunning levert b <laughs> yeah you know you know you know bobby brown went like man fuck stevie wonder <laughs> right know? right 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 so but that you know that's what made hip hop stand out because it was like if you think about the early days it was like blah 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 I'm the best blah I'm the I'm the illest I'm the nicest 
And if you don't think so, then say something. And, and that was it. Entertaining was a byproduct of that and secondary. But right. the primary goal was to get the respect of your peers as nice. But anyway, exactly. um, so 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 you got you got you said Kane, G Rap, Fizz, Shantae. Now you got uh, Tragedy, Mass um, Mass Ace, and Shan left. Um, I would go with Ace. Oh, and you got Craig G. Yeah, I would go with Ace, Shan, Tragedy. Then no, Ace, Shan, Craig G. Then Tragedy. Um. Not as big a fan as I am of the top hat, top tier of the uh, of the crew, mm-hmm. and that's not to say. I mean, like I, I, and it's funny because like I wasn't, I wasn't like, for lack of a better term, sold on Master Ace, and then as the years progressed, you know, he kind of things kind of died out for him, and then when he came back, I don't even know if he necessarily left, but his later material that he put out. I was like, yo, Ace still got it. You know, like, you know, and people were like, man, are you serious? Like, Ace always had it. And I'm like, ah, yeah, but I wasn't that big. You know, like, I, I rock with him, but I wasn't just going to go buy his album. I guess that's what I'm saying. Right. Um, you know, but all of those dudes, man, they still, even even though I wasn't as big a fan, like, I wasn't as big a fan of Craig G as I was Kane, but, you know, if Craig, if you heard Craig G on something, you knew that he was, it was popping, you know, and he usually brought it when he, when he did. So, I think that was one of the things that, um, you know, kind of stood out about the whole crew was that even over time, it, it never left. Like I think if if you if, if the Juice Crew got together tomorrow and said, okay, let's do a compilation album, it'll still be banging. I mean, I, in fact, I wish they would, you know, because oh, they could yeah. they they could they have a lot I think to give to. Now I'm pretty sure with their schedules and you know everybody's kind of going different directions. They're not doing nothing. <laughs> well, I mean, you talk to Shantae. So oh my I mean, god. You probably know what she, what, what she up to, man. She, 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 she hanging out. Where she, where she at? Where, where she live? She doing shows. She's probably somewhere in Memphis. I don't know. Anyway. Can, I, can I get on twelve radio? Hey. Uh, I've been asking for two years. Can, I, can you can you send her a text or call her? Well, she you know, call, call me on the phone. She has been on my show. <laughs> We're gonna farm around anyway. <laughs> anyway. Um. If I was ranking them as far as favorite, I go Shantae, G Rap, Biz, Kane, Craig G, Shan, Tragedy, then Ace. Okay. I was I I didn't I didn't get uh let's just say I didn't get Master Ace. I think what turned me off of Master Ace is when he went to the West Coast and the, did like sitting on Chrome. And I think that's probably where I kinda you know, it was like, oh, I don't know about that Ace, you know, and that's when people were telling me like, you know, no, Ace still got it, and I'm like, uh, it just sounded so different from what I was used to, you know, and, and at the time, the West was winning, so I understand to a degree, you know, it was more of a, probably more of a business move than anything else, but at the same time, you just, you still remember Master Ace from Master Ace, you remember him from the Juice Crew, you remember him from Spitting, not necessarily, like you said, sitting on Chrome. <laughs> man, I was like, man, I mean, even the album cover, I'm like, man, get out of here with that. I'm like, what happened? I mean, dude, when he was supposed to, he wasn't even supposed to be on the symphony anyway. But anyway, uh, <laughs> that's now lyrically, if I was ranking them lyrically, I'd probably go G Rap, Kane, Craig G, of course, and then Shannon Tragedy is kind of tied up. Then Shantae Biz and, and Master Ace is still last. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, 
they if you look at it they have some lyrical powerhouses in that crew i mean a lot of crews have that one member who's a standout and everybody else is just you know yeah okay but this one how, how do you think if and i know it's tough to compare because they're different genres but how do you think they stack up if you put them against the woo the the juice crew in their prime and the woo in their prime um and i know that's a tough quite tough comparison it's tough and i would still uh stack up and say the juice crew only because as nice as wu-tang is and as nice as the juice crew is the juice crew is more versatile they're they're still different you know mm-hmm. so like if if you're not well versed in wu-tang you might not be able to tell the difference between um uh, uh jizza and expected that you might okay. be like i don't okay. know whose verse that is i don't know right. who that is you right, know right, ghostface right, right. because of the voice you obviously know dirty right, right. But, and you know ray you might be like well is that ray or is that but and they're still kind of talking the same thing regardless of you know but then the juice crew you got came about the uh banger chick you got G, <laughs> G rap about to shoot somebody. You got Shan on Speed Boy. You got Sean Page just dissing everybody. You got Craig G spitting. So he's like, and then you got Biz, you know, farting and you know. So, right, right, but, it's, right. but it's all nice. So I mean, I would I would go that route. Now lyrically, as a collective, Wu Tang might be better, but as an overall package, I would go Juice Crew. What okay. about you? And you know that I, I agree with you. I think it, it's it's tough because, like you said, you're comparing eras. But if I had to go, just overall talent, I think the Juice Crew is probably more top heavy because if I go with just like my my top ten, top ten. Look, we, we've argued at nauseum about our top ten MCs. If I go top or, or top five, if I go top ten, G Rap and Kane are in my top five. There's not a Woo member in my top. 15 I guess you know what I'm saying so and that's no knock I love the woo but I think if you go round for round pound for pound I think what happens is is that there's a slight drop off okay you go you go Kane you go G-Rap you go Shantae and then there's but but those three are so high and then there's a a slight drop there's not that I guess what I'm saying is there's not big that big a drop off between three four five and six wherein if you go woo you got you saying that you saying the drop you saying the drop off between Meth and you got is a, is exactly. a big ass cliff. <laughs> exactly, it's just a little bit bigger. You know, you got and 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 I don't even think lyrically, like even like somebody like Meth, I think can be dope when he wants to be. The question is, when does he want to be? You know, but Ray and, and Ray and Ghost will bring it all the time, and Ray and Ghost have the possibility of moving up that lyrical ladder if you will in the top into the top 15 top 20 whatever whatever um but i think g rap and kane with the history and what they've done are solidified in that in my opinion so i don't really know that those top two you take the top two from juice crew and then you take the top two from woo uh you know it's it's not it's not the same yeah now that they don't have the same commercial success obviously the woo was but it was a woo came through at a different day and time yeah but one could come to the conclusion that if you didn't have the Juice Crew, you wouldn't have had the Woo. No, no, no doubt. 
clearly. Um, okay, let's uh, let's 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 play favorite song here. What's your favorite Kane song? Favorite Kane song has to be probably Raw. Hmm. Raw. Um, uh, between somewhere between Raw and Smooth Operator. Um, uh, shouts to smoking a black and mild before we knew what black and mild <laughs> <Yeah>. was. <laughs> um, Smooth Operator was cool, man, because like, um, I just remember I was in like what seventh grade, and like in my hometown, shout out to Florence, South Carolina. Uh, we used to there was a local radio station. They had the request hour. So, you know, all these guys that were calling the radio station and trying to get on, everybody from school trying to get on. And I called the radio station and I finally got on. And it was like, and so they were asking me, it was like, what song you want us to play? What song you want us to dedicate? I was like, um, I said, man, play uh, Smooth Operator, Big Daddy Kane. I said, because I'm so smooth like that. So, <laughs> so that was, so the dude, he gave me the shout out over the air. He's like, you know, shout out to Kyle. He said, because he's so smooth like that. So that was like the little running joke the next day at school. Like, yo, he's so smooth. So that was, so Smooth Operator has always been like one of my favorites from Kane. Um, and like I said, he was, he was like our little cult hero at the time. So, um, yeah, I would say raw and uh, and smooth operator. What about uh, Bismarck? Um, vapors. Radio, TV, and even the press say what's the meaning of V A P O R S. The meaning of this word, without no doubt, means nobody wanna be that when you're down and out. Now when you're established and got a lot of money, everybody wanna be your buddy and honey. Like tall buildings, they call skyscrapers. Can you feel it? Surprisingly. The reason, and it wasn't anything lyrical, anything like that, but. Uh, just the whole concept of vapors, of the fact of getting becoming successful, and you know starting starting at one, one at one place, and you know not you know chicks not really checking for you, the world not really checking for you, and then you make your way up. And I always felt like even at a young age that I was going to attain some level of success. And I, and, you know and so and, and in my eyes, <laughs> the girls who didn't want to talk to me then. You know, they were going to be sweating me once I got a chance to shine. And, you know, I mean, reality happens. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> exactly. Um, uh, G-Rap. Uh, Streets of New York. Streets of New York. Um, it's a great beat. The beat, yeah, man. It just... I still remember the first time I heard it. Um, my name man plays the sax. It's just, he had it on tape. And we just... I just remember just... I remember him putting the tape in, he was playing it. And as I was listening to G-Rap spit and the beat, I just kept looking at the boom, because he, he had a huge boom box. I just kept looking at his boom box like, where is this coming from? Like, because we had never heard anything like that before. So, yes, uh, definitely uh, Streets of New York. Um, let's see, let's see. What about Shan? Um, I never really had a favorite, but if I if I had to say one, um, outside of the bridge, uh, I say kill that noise, cause that was cause that was just a popular. I'm I'm pretty sure where you grew up, it's popular saying, kill that noise. You know, anytime instead of telling somebody to shut, man, kill that noise. You know, like that. <laughs> you would always you would almost want somebody to say, 
shut the hell up before you say <laughs> kill that noise. <laughs> because like that was the ultimate diss, man. Kill that noise. Like, that, that's basically saying like everything that's coming out of your mouth is noise. It's not even it's coherent. Not even, it's not even relevant. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Kill that noise. So yeah, kill that noise was, was the one for me. Now, now, do you have a favorite Shantae tragedies, uh, Master A's song, Craig G song? Um, any of those? Shantae would be obviously Roxanne. Um, Roxanne's Revenge. Um, like I said, just because how hard she was on it. Um, and uh, not really any for Master Ace or, or Tragedy, honestly. But um, but yeah, that 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 was that was that was the thing. And like I said, for Shantae, it was huge for me because and and I just remember too, like the female friends that I had when they got a chance to hear Shantae, they were like, because you know, all, almost all and you. Probably went through it at your school. Too. Almost all the girls flocked to Salt and Pepper. All the girls flocked because mm-hmm. Salt and Pepper they they good looking and they had the moves. And when the Push It video came out, they had spandex on. You know, shout out to Spinderella who hasn't been on the show either, but shout out to Spin. And um, <laughs> so you know, so everybody was kind. All the chicks were kind of flocking there, but but Shantae, man, when she came out, man, I just knew like three or four chicks, man, that really were into Shantae because she was like spitting it wasn't no you know it wasn't about push it it wasn't about tramp it wasn't about nothing like that like it wasn't it wasn't really commercial or anything like that like she was just raw and i knew three or four chicks that was really really into shot i mean they were she was she was really raw i mean number one she had that voice Mm. but i mean she was spitting but she was cursing and she was she was raunchy like this is like 85 you know she um the 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 when she battling sparky d she like <laughs> sparky d she, sparky shout out to uh, sparky d in the place her that's been a long time what the hell is Spark, what, what car wash does sparky d work at shout out to sparky d in the play girls uh 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 Moski and uh and, and, and lisa um yeah. Uh, 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 Slim and, uh, and uh. <laughs> Anyway, because she she was on that joint. She was like, uh, and what? This was like eighty five. She's like, um, eighty five. A penny, a nickel, hurt you, fucked yourself with a motherfucking pickle. We were like, Yo, what's yeah. going on? Yeah, and that's not something that you would have heard on the Salt Pepper album. That's not something you would have heard on Vanessa's Inquest. You didn't any hear, I mean, you didn't hear shit like that in 84, 85 from anybody. Anybody, right, 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 let alone a chick. And she was like 16. So, wow. But um, uh, if, if I was going to go favorites, obviously I'm going to go Revenge for Shantae. Uh, G-Rap is either Ill Street Blues Ah, damn it! I forgot about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's 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 probably my second favorite. Because my man, still one of my favorite lines in hip hop history. I'm hoping you got springs and wings on your shoes, but you lose, cause I got the ill street blues. You lose, cause I got the ill street blues. My man said, he was on the roof, he said, I hope you got some wings or some springs on your shoes. <laughs> <laughs> like you're going to hit the ground and spring back up. Yeah, or, or you hope you hope you can fly. That shit killed me, because I mean, because uh, just a small line like that, 
meant so much. And I was just like, I, I miss hip hop when you would listen to something and you would hear something different every time. Right. You you listen to the song or you say, oh, that's what he meant. Because literally, if you listen to the verse, he's taking you the verse. He's taking the dude up to the roof. So you're like, all right. And then he's saying, buck, buck, buck. Take that with you on the way down. Meaning I'm going to shoot you and you're going to fall off the roof. And then he says, right. I hope you got some wings or some springs on your shoes. <laughs> <laughs> and that, that, that always tickled me. So, um... Uh, G-Rap would be Ill Street Blues or Truly Yours. They could be Truly Yours. I did a, um, a post about Truly Yours on the website, so if, you, if you're listening, go check that out, um, where he disses the chick and her, her boyfriend. Um, Biz Mark is nobody beats the Biz. Yeah. Because yeah. um, he, he's, scratch, he's scratching in Shantae. Uh, he got the Fly Like the Eagle uh, sample. You got Swan. So I'm going to go there with that one. And the big, the bass line is crazy. And it's yours. Nobody beats the biz. Nobody beats the biz. half-stepping mm-hmm. oh that, no doubt that's when i heard that song i was just like you know this dude is crazy with it um and the video you know in the uh the suit the shark yeah. skin suit the video was, <laughs> the video was crazy <laughs> you got the girls with the no pain no cane crop top on <laughs> um craig g it'd be smoothing up the rough spots or take the bait MCs, get a grip, relax your lip. Here comes a rapper that flows and never quits. Craig G on call with the composition. That's a proposition to my opposition. You wanna step for yo, wear your track shoes. Or take your royalty check and buy crack dudes. Rappers are taunt them to make no one want them. And if I die down, my raps will come back and haunt them. Highly explosive like nitro glycerin. Don't sleep on the skill, keep listening. Cause I smooth rough beats just like a nail file. If you ever heard those okay. joints, okay, damn, take, you took me back. I ain't heard "Take the Beat" in a long time. Yeah, if you ever heard those joints, you damn sure gotta check those out. Um, Shan, it'd be left me lonely. It had the quintessential T.J. Swan hook, and it, uh, it, nobody did a, a love song like that, you know. 
She used to tell me that she loved me all the time. I turned to her and say that I'm infatuated by a lovely smile. And someday soon we're gonna walk the aisle. She said, you're my everything, my strength for life. Be the mother of your children as well as your wife. She used to tell me all the time I'm her one and only. But she ran with another man and left me lonely. Uh, you know, chick left him. You know, and that dude wired me and fell to the bed and reached for the nine and put it to my head. I'm like, damn. <laughs> you never heard. I'm like, he was about to kill himself over this chick. Um, and then, and we see tragedy. Tragedy is live motivator for Make Control. Volume okay. One. Live motivator is dope. And uh, yeah, like that. It's a good song. That's the ace. I don't care. Let me get out of here. That's the ace. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter. Um, now, In Control Volume 1. Yes, sir. That's what really introduced most people to the Juice Crew. And so, and it's one of the first real, like, posse compilation albums that, you know, period, has ever happened. Now, what are your, do you associate any memories to In Control Volume 1? Yeah, I know what man. your big memory is, but oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The biggest is, is symphony, but um, man, I, I think I remember having this on tape, mm-hmm. and I remember the first. I, I can't remember. Well, you know what? I take it back. I didn't have the tape. I got a dub of the tape because <laughs> I borrowed the tape from my boy, and I listened to it for a while before I actually dubbed it. But um, I think, like you said. This was the first introduction to the, the crew, the posse album, kind of first compilation that I could ever remember in hip hop. Um, but um, the thing that, that stood out was just how it came off. It, it, the first song was Dropping Science. Dun, 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 dun. I mean, like, I was like, yo, what the hell? Like, you know, it was just, that was, and then here again, that's another saying that we used to have back in the day, man, I'm dropping science. You know, so. It, it was not only was the song hot, not only was Craig G rhyming really well on it, but it associate we could associate it, one of our sayings with it was dropping science. Real, that was a real cool saying back in the day. Um, and then um, another song that really kind of stood out to me was I don't want to say it stood out, but one of my favorites for no no particular reason is because it was the next song that came up was uh, We Write the Songs with uh, Biz Mark and Heavy D. Mm-hmm. Um, and this was, as I mentioned earlier, when you have somebody, because I was a big Heavy D fan, and when you have somebody that you're that you're a fan of, and then you realize, okay, well, they're collaborating with this guy. Okay, he got, and Heavy D's cool, so he got to be cool. And, you know, that was... Um, I think that might have been the first time we heard the Fundidilla Dilla D, Heavy D. And um, I, I just, that was like, you know, because it, it was a little catchy hook. And I just remember I used to play it in my boombox and I'd be taking a shower. I'd be in the shower singing the songs or whatever, singing the hook. Um, but obviously this, the symphony was the uh, was the masterpiece of the, the album, man. But this this whole album, man, top to bottom, from, from those two songs to, like you said, Live Motivator, um, even uh, even freedom by uh, freedom by Marsh- was crazy. The, the the beating and scratching on freedom. Right, you know, and and I just I think stop chucking me, punk, chucking kid. <laughs> right, you know, I just wish, man, and I know we we talk about it all the time. We talked about it in my show. We talked about it here. 
you know, I just wish sometimes at, at some point in time we could get, and, and I don't know if it's because of our age or where we are in our life or how we felt at the time of the music when a music came out, but I would, I would like to get that feeling back when I hear that kind of music again. I know we'll never hear that kind of music again and we'll never be at that place in our lives again, but, um, like, man, top to bottom, man, it, it was a damn good album. Um, and, and a lot of people, I think, a lot of people nationally may have slept on it, but in South Carolina, where I was, man, everybody had this album. I mean, everybody. Dude, I remember dudes playing it, and we were trying to break dance at lunch and stuff like that. Dude had a boombox pop tape in. We trying to break dance off and rewrite the songs. I mean, just, it was crazy, man. I, I just, I miss that. And, and this was, if you don't have this album in your collection, uh, you need to get it. Period. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you, well, the other thing about this joint, it uh furthered the uh it furthered the beef between, you know, some people uh mm-hmm. with the song because you had Duck Alert. And yep. for people who don't know <laughs> about Duck Alert, that is uh dissing uh <laughs> if man red alert and um that's that's it's just that's just crazy, um, and whack it. Interesting thing about whack it by hey, Roxanne Chante. This is this is how dissing. This is this is how a diss record goes. She sacrificed her song on In Control Volume One just to diss JJ Fat. Mm-hmm. And and a little bit of some pepper, but JJ Fat, she purposely made a whack song, meaning she had that beat and all that stuff. Saying basically, supersonic, no, supersonic blew up. <laughs> she, she basically was saying supersonic blew up, and everybody loves supersonic, and that's just whack. So if y'all like that kind of shit, then I guess you're going to like this. And she made a whack song. Right. <laughs> and called it Whack It. Whack It. She was basically like, look, if that's what you like, then I mean, she said in the song, then you're going to love this. But um, I'm about to bug you out, though. What's that? My favorite song on In Control Volume 1 is not the symphony. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Are you serious? What? I'm dead, I'm dead <laughs> serious. I'm not saying it's not the best song. But it is not my favorite song. Okay. My well, favorite. It can't be Keep Your Eyes on the Prize. No. That okay. was the second worst song on the thing. <laughs> my, no, no. My favorite song on In Control Volume 1 is We Write the Songs. Get out of here. We Write the Songs is not only. I would have never guessed that. Yeah. Not only is it my favorite song on In Control Volume 1, it is my favorite song that features Heavy D, period. Like all okay. the Heavy D songs. Okay. This is my favorite Heavy D song. So, I mean, when this oh, joint dropped, that was my Give song. Me a beat, boy. Ah, yeah. I got my man, got me D in the house. Can't forget my man, Booker in the house. Can't forget my man, Blue in the house. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Ball in the house. DJ Squad with the jewelry in the house. And we're going to do a little something like this. Are you ready? Mic check. 
I'm the original Beyonce ball. Better record like collect and put your body in ball. This is a little song from the Juice Crew. From heaven, the boys and business teachers want too. This is a little song from Bismarcky. To make you get up in D-A-N-C-E. That's why I came here just for you. To do the heaven D shake and the business too. Now I'ma get deep like Jacques Cousteau. And the stuff that I'll be saying is always sterile. That's why I introduced to you a doodle death rap to make your hands clap. I'm like the diabolical scientist, Mr. Fox. Send an educated super like funky rock. Cause I always rock stuff that nobody else does. That's why they call me Lee and he all this stuff. Cause heaven D say hi. Heaven D say hi. Hippa hippa heaven D say hi. Heaven D say hi. Hippa hippa heaven D say hi. Heaven D say hi. Heaven D say hi. But rewrite the songs, hands down, point wow. blank. So. That was my jam. Um, and the other thing is, people weren't doing collaborations like that. I mean, Heavy D was never on anybody's song before that. Nope. <coughs> and you know, and um, got another show talking about uh, the uh, EPMD show when um, LL was on Rampage. Right. LL was never on anybody's song. 
No. Because you, you didn't want to put him on it because, you know, he's going to rip it. Exactly. And which he did on, on, on Red Rage. Right. But, you know, but, you know, so that the Heavy D joint. Now, okay. The Symphony. We got to talk about the, the, the crown jewel. And I'm going to yeah. bug you out again and as soon as we finish talking about this. You, you're not going to believe this. But um, the Symphony. Now, did you hear the Symphony first on the tape or did you hear it on the video? Good question. Um... I heard the tape, but like the time between I heard the the time between me hearing the tape and seeing the video, it wasn't that long. It might have been a week or two, yeah. if that. So it wasn't that long in between. And this is the the dope thing about hip hop, like at the time, because and and I promise, I don't know for a fact, but I'm just gonna throw it out there, is that when. Hip hop back then, you can remember where you were, right. what you were doing right. when you heard this. Now, I'm sure for some people these days, they got the same feeling. But it, in my opinion, I just and I don't know, it just can't seem to be the same. Cause it's like you know, like yeah, I remember where I was the first time I heard uh, back that ass. Up. You know, it's like <laughs> do you remember the first? You know, so. But I remember. When the symphony uh, video dropped, because um, you know this is back in the days where you get home from school, you turn on Rap City, you on right. TV Raps, you got your videotape in, you got it all recording, pause, because you got to record videos, and so you know, and that video came on, and what people don't know, this is your, this was your introduction to Craig G, mm-hmm. G Rap. Master A's and you the other cool thing is because I I saw it I saw the video first Mm -hmm. okay you didn't know Big Daddy Kane was on the song Mm -hmm. because on the video they was all coming through the saloon and they they would pause it and show their name at the bottom right they never showed Big Daddy Kane because he didn't he was a pussy and he didn't want to dress up in the old west (laughs) but whatever but you know they coming through the joint and you're like okay i don't even know who some of these people are and and then the the, the song drops and then you know you going back and forth everybody's going and you're like damn and they passing it to each other this stuff never happened in songs you know next up i believe that's me and then you know and then at the you know g-rap who had the best verse on the song is finished mm-hmm. and then Kane everybody knew Kane yep. then Kane came in you yep. like this song gets and you you were bugging everybody everybody loves this I do not know one single hip hop fan oh, not even non hip hop fans people that was around the area who did not like the symphony we had talent shows where everybody would dance to the, the beat that would be <laughs> their talent show they'd turn that beat on and it would do scoob and scrap dance. <laughs> I mean, people freeze. Nobody disliked that song. Right. It's a classic. It, it, it truly is a classic. And like you said, it goes back to, you know, taking you back to when you heard first heard it. And I remember, like you said, I remember the video. And the video is really what set, you know, the, the song was already dope as is. But, you know, when, when you saw the video of Marley Ball, I don't care who's first or who's last, but y'all better drop this at the drop of the dime, baby. You know, I mean, that was just, that was that was perfect. That was hip-hop. 
and um you know one of the things that stood out to me like you said was the video and i until you just said it just now i i didn't think about it yet kane didn't get in the in the get up like everybody nah, else man did. this man wasn't even at the video shoot he was in the studio and, right right and, and it took me to like the second or third time to peep it took me years to figure that out that he wasn't actually in the video he wasn't actually there on set with everybody else Not, yeah and it took me about two three times to look at the video to notice they were in the studio and the video was playing in the background right right <laughs> i was like right. man and i was i was like man this dude he ain't even he's not even a team player man he want to <laughs> he want to put the cowboy hat on the on the camera stuff man yeah i was like get out of here but um yeah man i, I mean as far as as far as songs you know and, and we I, th I think we've talked about it before it's just trying to compile like a, the greatest hip hop songs um, and that's hard to do you know you always you would probably start you know I know like I've seen you know the little documentaries on MTV and stuff and, they, and you know they always have the songs like The Message and you know Self Destruction is usually the, the probably the most important songs in hip hop but I mean you can make a case for this song honestly because it really, if nothing else, it bridged. For one, it, it brought these MCs to a crew, and you know, under the guidance of Marley Mall. And then everybody was from, if I'm not mistaken, everybody wasn't from, from like a, hand, a couple people from, from Queensbridge, but everybody else was from like different parts of New York. So that was something in and of it, and that's something that people don't really talk about. Mm -hmm. But and and we'll get into it with the Bridge Wars, you know, but when you bring in people from different boroughs of New York, you have to be, you know, kind of, I'm pretty sure, I don't want to say it was hard for them, but like, let's say, you know, Shannon's from Queensbridge, Kane is from Brooklyn, you know, Kane got to represent, but at the same time, you know, there's a lot of, and we, we weren't necessarily privy to it because we're not from New York, but this is something we found out later as far as how much each borough, you know, they, they put a lot of pressure on them, their MCs to represent where they're from, and you know. So, what if they, what if, what if they were rapping and 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 uh, Shan said something about Brooklyn, you know? So now Kane got to step up, and you know, you, you can't have that inner beef within your crew. But I think, um, I think that was one of the things, man, that stood out was that you know you had all of these MCs from everywhere, and for me, man, I mean, Kane had the best verse, I think, you know. Uh, <laughs> so it's so incorrect. It's, it's, it's ridiculous how incorrect it is. I mean, that was that I, man. Let me tell you, he something. had cute lines. I'm saying, but the whole verse. I know you with G rap. I know you were with G rap. Come on, no, no. We're gonna put a poll up on the uh, site, everybody. Marley gives a slice. I get nice in my voice is twice as horrifying as this advice goes deep. Till you fell in a spell of a sleep. And while I'm counting the money, you count sheep. When G Rap strikes the mic, I recite the type, the hype that you like to make the people unite. I rip off the hips and zip off lips. Step on reps. You flip the one to sip on my tip. Take a deep breath because you don't have another left. Coming back like I'm avenging my brother's death. Making veterans run for medicine because I put out more life in a fight. The Rip the damn cage like I'm on a rampage. So if you want rage, I'ma make front page. Read the headlines, suckers. The day's the deadline. Your head is way past bedtime. Can't kill no solo, cause you're still low. Soft like a pillow. My rap is rougher than Brillo. So fear me, don't dare, dare me. And don't compare me to him when you hear me. Talk about a battle, but you ain't yet ready for war. Your metaphor sucks more than a whore. You can't replace 
while I break your tape recorder. Serve the sucker, the order is manslaughter. Another rapper, G-Rap Rex, he's rated X. The meaner boy is sex. Next, to amplify this used and abused. Pump so loud, we might blow a fuse. This is anger, madness, ready to hang up. Rapper, a singer, I'm putting up my middle finger. He blacked out on that song. It was like, he was just like, I, okay, you know what, you know what, E? I, I agree with you. I, he had the best verse, but I'm biased for Kane's. Can't okay, have your favorite verse. Can't okay, have your favorite verse, but the best verse. Right. Okay, so, okay, so yeah, let's say it like that. Just for the listeners, let's say it like that. My favorite verse was Kane. The best verse was G-Rap. Let's I, I, do it. Like and, and and I will I will I will say on the the Kane verse, as dope as G-Rap's verse is and and was, and you had the video version and you had the the full version. The full right. version was just just. It's ridiculous. It's I like, will about what six minutes long, something like that. Yeah, it's kind of long. But I will say that even with G Rap having the best verse, the cord in your ass thing killed everybody. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it did. Because, because, yeah. and and the, and the reason why is because in this era we played arcade video games. Right. So exactly. you say that right now, and people are like, I don't, I don't get, it. I don't. Right. It's, it's over their head. <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know why that even, is even important. I don't get it. So, um, but yeah, the, the, the symphony, that the, the legendary music, the beat, and everything. Now, here's where I'm gonna bug you out. The symphony is not my favorite Juice Crew song. Okay. My favorite Juice Crew song is Juice Crew All Stars. You know what, man? I, I think I want to say you said that before on my show. Yeah, I might. Have. I think you said that before. That yeah, the Juice Crew All. And, and, and me, matter of fact, it was me, you, and Rashawn. The show, the last hip hop show we did, you did say that, and I asked, and I was like, well, where did that come from? Like, and not the the Juice Crew All Stars is a dope ass song. But it's just you know it's not as popular no, or not, as not known popular. as you know the symphony because see and the the thing is and this is how innovative the Juice Crew was and, and Molly Mall gets props for this that came out a year before the symphony okay you know people they, they, oh that came out after now this came out before the symphony and I will admit one of the bigger reasons is because Shantae is on it. Of course. See, Shantae's not on the symphony. She's not on the original. Yeah, she's not on the original. Yeah, she's not on the symphony, but she was on All Stars, and I mean, it had G Rap, um, and it had, it had Tragedy, it had, you know, Craig G, and how I say, it had Glamorous, though. People don't even know about Glamorous. It was yeah, a, I don't remember Gary. I don't yeah. remember him. <laughs> no, it's a chick. It was another female. Oh, her. Damn, I really don't remember. Yeah, glamorous. Never leaving, I'm not starving, Marvin. But I did even Steven. Jump me, jump out the socks, 
where my voice rocks, rock. I'm a walking fort, not with the spirit of an ox. Molly Mars on a cut, sweet beat. He conducts all sucker DJs, both stuff to duck. Polo and G-Rap, we will go real far. And that's why we down with the Deuce Crew. For rhymes that I grab and destroying it all rappers that step in my path. So all your past steppers, you better stop stepping. Cause I release lyrics as if they were weapons. Rappers start training, cause I'll be remaining. The rhymes that I state will stay in your brain and you'll keep dancing. I'm self-enhancing, got more rhymes than this room in a mansion. So to my opponents, this won't be pleasant. You were good in 86, but this is 87. It's time to react. Put records on wax, my rhymes gain more than visual impact. Ears will respond to what I'm creating. I'll be infiltrating with the rhymes I'm articulating. Don't say I'm whack, that's not a fact. I could never get buffed by an 86 New Jack. Stay in the spot before you get rocked. I'm not going for it, so rappers just stop. Please keep my message, this is your last warning. Turn over a new reef, cause a new day is morning. So fighting MCs, you know who you are. My name is Craig G, down with the Juice Crew, All-Star, Juice Crew, All-Star. Oh my goodness, Juice, 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 Juice Crew. Choose your weapon. It's time. 
for me to go, I'm at the end of my bars. MC Shan, and I'm down with the Juice Crew All-Stars. Woke up one morning, I became an MC to protest this matter. And always agree, cause if I ever caught a biter, I will enforce, cause I'm the chief executive. That means I'm boss. Similar to a beast on an MC rage. Any MC, I'll abolish on and off the stage. Red fear across the land like a nuclear reactor. Measuring the radius like a protractor. MCs label me as a mic manipulator. My brain is the bomb, my mouth is the detonator But the navigator of the seven seas With the mic in my hand, I mutilate MCs See the width of my rhymes, calculate to a sum Queens Bridge Projects is where I'm from And I'm a Control Volume 1, like you said, just a legendary uh, album. Symphony 2. Sucked. Yeah. <laughs> it did. It, it, and you know what, man? I think part of the problem was at the time. There was some hype, at least from what I can remember, there was some hype about it. And I remember my boy saying, man, they're doing a Symphony 2. They're doing a Symphony 2. I'm like, Symphony 2? Oh, shit. We, we got to get on that. So, you know, there was some anticipation about it. When I heard it, I was like, damn. Like, are you serious? I mean, that's that. That's hard to... It, it, the, 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 the standard was set so high and the bar was so high. I mean, it, it was almost like it would, they probably would have done themselves a favor not even calling it that you know what i'm saying i mean i mean the in control volume two itself was so bad i mean as dope however you want to look at in control volume one whatever uh adjectives synonyms right you want to give in control volume one the direct opposite applies to in control volume two i mean it's just bad all the way around just bad i mean you got other mcs it's not in the juice in control volume two was just was just terrible he had people that was not in the juice crew and it uh, mc amazing and mc cash and i mean he had ll on there which you know if you're gonna have a goat right obviously it's probably gonna be the best song on there it's the greatest of all time um but Keep control with Def Jeff and King T and I mean Grand Poopo's on there and, and Tragedy, but it was just no, 
No. <laughs> is, is all I can say. Yeah, it, it it was it was disappointing, man. And it's just, you know, I don't know what, what the what the thought process was behind it. If there was a thought process behind it, but um, it just didn't work, man. And, and it it kind of, for lack of better terms, kind of soured me on them to a degree. Because I'm like, Marley, you you can't you can't put this out. You know, you can't have a like you said, you, it's it's, a, it's supposed to be a Juice Crew. You can't have a Juice Crew album with. Dudes that ain't even in Juice Crew. Yeah. It's like having a Wu Tang album with Wu affiliates. Yeah, shout out to the uh, the Killer Bees, right? The Swarm. Yo, I. You know what's funny, man? I got a box full of CDs. I was going through my box of CDs the other day, and I had the. the I came across the Wu Massacre. I don't even know why I bought that. I guess because it was Wu. But well, I don't the even... Wu Massacre was good. Was it? Wait a minute, Wu Massacre is the joint that came out like last year. No, 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 no. This was some years ago. Wu Massacre. I don't know who's. It just says Wu Massacre. I don't know who's on it or well, anything. Maybe it's, it's it's something else. It's like a Killer Bees compilation. Oh yeah, I, yeah. That's different because um, Wu Massacre came out in 2010, and that's a. Um, and if you don't have this, you need to get it. By the way, I, have I know exactly what you're talking about. That's uh, Method Man, Ghostface, and uh, Raekwon. Right, right. Yeah, I don't have that. Yeah, I, you you have to get that. Okay, I get that. Yeah. It has a Meth First Chef Part 2 on it. Okay. Yeah, you got to get that. <laughs> um, and it got uh, Criminology 2.5. That's what's up. Yeah, you got to get that. Um, now, let's get back to happier times about the Juice Crew, because <laughs> In Control Volume 2 is just awful. TJ Swan. Yes. Our first, our first singer, hip-hop singer, you know, you know, no... Nate Dog and, and uh, oh, D- no. DV Alias Christ. Right. <laughs> Shout out to Alias Christ. But um, TJ Swan was the master of the hook. Mm-hmm. And nobody. TJ Swan was just playing dope. Swan Amp is gonna make this party rock. Make this party rock. Make this party rock. Swan Amp is gonna Make this body rock. Make this body rock. Take it out. Girl, I like you. He got a shout out in the papers. 
Now, you know, oh no, TJ Swan was saying on my records. Right. What is your favorite TJ Swan hook? Hands down, make the music. Make the music with your mouth, biz. I mean, that was uh, that was it for me, man, with, with, with TJ Swan. I think, you know, his, like you said, he got a shout out. So, when I, and I think when he got a shout out in Vapors and I saw the video, I think that was the first time I'd ever seen what he looked like. That was the first and last time we saw it. <laughs> so, you know, but, um, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, you would know this. I, I'm not sure about this. Did he ever do a solo album? He didn't do a solo album, but he had some solo songs. Okay, because I was, I was told, or somebody, one of my partners said a long time ago, that he either was working on a solo album or he completed a solo album and I never heard it and I'm like well, I, if he did one I'll damn sure remember it yeah but, he got a couple of songs I got them okay they're okay. interesting but yeah make the music with the mouth biz um yeah, that, that was it for me man I mean Swan just you know and his he you know his his falsetto he was, he was you know very melodic as far as his voice was concerned and and, and again that was something else that we, I mean we had hooks but the hooks that we had and think, you got to think about how the, the hooks sounded in hip hop there was nobody there was, and there definitely wasn't any male singers singing on hooks you might get a female singing on a hook but you weren't going to get any male singing on singing hooks on a, on a hip hop album in 84, 85, 86, 87 right. you know, so you know, definitely ahead of his time and um, yeah I, I would have to say as far as hooks make the music with the mouth biz is uh, my favorite yeah, because, I mean, you got uh, Make the Music. And listen, if anyone's listening to this and you have the version of Make the Music with Your Mouth Biz when, when Swan just goes extra on the end with the You're Gonna Make It, which please send it to me. Because <laughs> was like the original, original, original version. And I had it, you know, when it dropped, but I don't have it anymore. So if you got the You're Gonna Make It with Your Mouth at the end, you'll know what I'm talking about. Mm. That. But, um... Uh, that joint, nobody beats the biz. Left me lonely. Albie Square Mall. Albie Square Mall. Wow, hit yeah. you with the la 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 at the end yeah. of Albie. Go shopping, go shopping, go shopping, go shopping. Swan and Biz, go shopping. You asked right. We made number one. Albie Square Mall is number one. song about your favorite mall <laughs> nobody's saying okay we can't you know it's not gonna go to the consumers everybody's like they're not gonna buy I man come on man. Yeah. And, and the thing about it was was that i don't think like maybe for the first 10 15 20 times i heard it i didn't know what the hell the albie square mall was no i didn't know what it was and that's, i mean that that's how dope hip hop was you just I'm going to make a song about my favorite mall, and I know I'm alienating the entire country. <laughs> but, you know, oh well. And, you know, we just wanted to go to that mall. Right. Yeah. But, I, and, you know, he didn't say it was, you know, I mean, if, if he did the song nowadays, he'd talk about what kind of clothes clothes, and, you know, um, stuff you get in the Albee Square Mall. But, nah, it was just, it was just, it was a fun song. So, yeah, shout out to TJ Swan. Man, I, I I would 
you know, when they do these little documentaries or behind the scenes, behind the music, I know, I know you're not going to do a whole behind the music on TJ Swan, but I, I would like to know what some of those guys are doing now. I mean, how are the they, Juice Crew, where are they now? Where are they now? How, how are they making money? You know, are they still touring? Are they doing something? Are they working at a gas station? You know, whatever. Yeah, yeah you're right. Um, okay. Let's talk to Bridge War. Okay. Now... I got a whole uh, a post about the Bridge War. If you ever get a chance to check it out, uh, people listening, it's on, the, it's on the website. I chronicle the Bridge War from yep. the first song. Good post. And, you know, it's, it's an order. Now, when did you realize there was a Bridge War? Because, <laughs> you know, um, my man put out uh, the Bridge and there was not a Bridge War. <laughs> he just right. put out a song. I, I think... I think for me, man, it was, uh, I didn't realize it was as bad as it, like, and I hate using the term beef, but I didn't realize it was as bad as, it, the, the blood had been as bad as it was uh, until, like, years after it had already passed. Because, you know, you're hearing the song, and like I said, being in South Carolina, I'm hearing the song, I'm like, okay, this is a dope-ass song. Okay, he's dissing the Bronx. Okay, he's dissing Queens. Okay, that type of thing. But, you know, if you're not from the Bronx and you're not from Queens, you really don't have, have an idea of, and then I remember talking to my cousin who lived in the Bronx. He was like, yo, we don't like these, you know, we don't like these Queens dudes, and, you know, Queens this and that, you know, we don't like, you know, so it was... The Bronx took pride in the fact that this was the birthplace of hip-hop, which, you know, where KRS came in. And um, as much as I like the Juice Crew, uh, <laughs> BDP was one of my, and still is, one of my favorite, you know, acts, especially from that particular era. And KRS-One, you, you know, I've told you this a thousand times, is in my top five MCs of all time. Um... I really didn't realize it was as big as it was until years later, but the, the, the significance I knew of, you know, as far as I knew that this was dope. I knew that uh, what KRS-One was saying, you know, was from the heart. And I thought it took, I, I just gave him, I gave KRS-One so much props because at the time there was nobody, I mean, they, you got to remember, they were riding a nice little wave right there. And it was almost like, KRS just kind of stepped in and was like, nah, 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 you're not going to do this right here. Not to me and my people and say that hip-hop started here, which is, you know, I don't think Shan was trying to say that, but that's the way KRS took it. So, um, and, and, and you chronicled it very well in that, in that, in your blog. Um, I think, man, it, it was, it was, a, it was one of the defining moments in hip-hop. I think it, what it did was it, allowed for lyricism it allowed for competition and it made these MCs step their game up I mean like I remember and I remember like one of the first few times that maybe not the first time I heard heard uh, Karis one respond but you know when he said Roxanne Shante is only good for steady fucking I'm like damn okay you now you threw her in <laughs> hey, bro, it, it was hey man everybody was fair game <laughs> I'm like she ain't got nothing to do with this you know she was down with everybody now listen Shantae's response though is one of the most classic responses ever right cause she said you may remember the voice from a few years ago when I first came out and dissed UTFO I chilled for a while I put down my pen but 
She like, and, and it was never really like, cause you a girl. It was just, hey, <laughs> we you down with them? I'm dissing you, you know. And just, just, just great, great times. Now, we we agree that uh, BDP cares one won the won the whole battle, right? Oh, no question, no question, no question. Yeah, but you know, kill that noise was was pretty good. But you can't you can't really beat South Bronx and the bridge is over. You can't beat it. And, and the thing is, is that look at what it did for his career. And I don't want to say it ended Shan's career, but it just it didn't have the same effect. And my um, man was my man was burnt that nobody else and the juice crew was really rolling with him. Right. You know, they I guess they was like, yo, we from we from Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we ain't got nothing and, to do and, with that. And I've heard Kara's one say this you know, before in interviews, you know, he doesn't know where his career would have been had Shan not responded. Oh, he said he wouldn't have had a career. It wouldn't have been a Karis one if he wouldn't have responded. Right. You know? And, you know, it's, 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 it's bugged out if you think about the things that could have happened because Karis one wanted to be down with the Juice Crew. Right. So what if that would have happened? Then the Juice Crew... You know, would have been you know something totally different. Um, uh, Scott LaRock might still be alive. We yeah. would have never got self destruction. We would have never got the the, the bridge wars. Um, we we wouldn't have got by any means necessary. I mean, so many things would have just happened off of that one thing. <laughs> it's just it's just crazy like that. And um, the other thing. The other thing that's that's crazy is what started it is Shans the Bridge. But right. that was the B side. <laughs> that wasn't even the out al- that wasn't right, even the single. Right, right, that right. It was the B side. Yeah. And you remember what was on on the A side, right? It was B Fighter. Exactly. It was, LL. It was B- the LL. There you go. Let me rock this rhyme only if I may. It's directed to my man LL Cool J. Your brand new jam sure does sound sweet. You rock the bells, but you stole my beat, beat, beat. LL, it's, 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 again, LL's the goat. This is why uh, LL's so guys, dope. Guys. LL didn't even pay this man any attention. He was just like, get out of here, whatever. It comes, I mean, he didn't even, he didn't even sully attract this. And Shane's just like, eh, get out of here, Shane. Nobody cares about you. I didn't care so I just handled him. And, the other uh, bugged out thing was um, Cool C and the Hilltop crew tried to get into it. Yeah, I remember that. And they got ignored. Just like, I got it. It's like, because like, they like, did the. Um, like, Cool C, who are you? The Juice Crew Diss. Um, they did the Juice Cool C, did the Juice Crew Diss. Now, the thing about Cool C, which I, nobody really ever brought up, he sounds just like Shan. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, like literally, if you hear a Cool C song and you don't know 
who you would think it was MC Shanty. Literally, I got music. It's like, oh man, I didn't know MC Shan made this, but it's not MC Shan. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it's like you dissing somebody. You sound just like him. It's not even the voice. I mean, the rap style, everything. You sound just like him. But they, he, he totally got ignored. He tried, he tried to diss uh, Shan and Shantae, and they were like, whatever, got it. Right. They weren't che- they weren't checking for him, man. And I think that was kind of. That had to have been frustrating to him. You know, you put out a disc record and nobody exactly. said to it. <laughs> you know, like, that's, that's the equivalent. You pulling a gun on somebody and they're like, you're like, wait a minute. I'm going to shoot you, though. I'm like, my God. Get out of here with your stupid gun. Like, exactly. Exactly. So, um, do you have any uh, standout parts of uh, uh, the Bridge Wars? Any favorite lines or any favorite songs? Um, I mean the, the the beat from South Bronx, uh, just really, it 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 just even to this day, when it comes on, like you just you you can't help but move. I was at a, a, a old school party, um, two weeks ago, and it was with the wife, and you know, we. You know, the DJ went in his little old school set. Man, when he put South Bronx on, man, me and the wife at the dance floor, we out there doing the WAP. You know what I'm saying? Like, like it was, like it was nothing. And I mean, it just, it, it, it like I said, I, I don't know if, if we'll ever get the feeling like that because maybe it was based on where we were in our lives at the time when this music came out. We were at, at a very impressionable age. Uh, we were, you know, heavily into music, but, you know, and, and I look at, not to even to jump off subject real quick. When I look at this generation, you know they don't have that kind of music. There's mm-hmm. there's nothing that you could tell me that is for as dope as any dope MC that you think is out right now. That that he's gonna make that kind of music that's gonna make his fans feel like how we felt back then. And I don't and I don't and I try not to sound biased or sound like the old guy in the room, even though I am the old guy in the room. Mm-hmm. But you know it's just uh, you know like I said you put you put. South, you, man, you can put South Bronx uh, instrumental on, and I'm on the dance floor. I mean, right. without without question. So I think for me, just the the biggest memories I have is just when you hear it, you still get that same feeling of, and I and I've talked to you about this before. Even like when I, for me, when I listen to Eric B for president, every time I hear it now, I still remember the first time I heard it back in '86. So. It's timeless, and, mm-hmm. and, and and I think it will forever be that way. And same for South Bronx. Uh, the Bridge Wars were, I mean, a, a very good, you know, battle, I think. And, you know, nobody got hurt. Nobody got killed or anything like that. But, um, well, Scott LaRock did, but I don't think it was behind that. But, no, it wasn't. That um, was a whole other thing. Yeah, something else, you know. But, um, 
but yeah, man, my memories of is just just the music, just the music as far as how they came at each other, and you know, wasn't anything personal because I don't think that they, <laughs> I don't think they necessarily even knew each other really. Nah, it wasn't. But, yeah, it wasn't even really. It, and I love that about hip hop, and and you know, we we equate this to um, what's going on or what was going on with the the Kendrick Lamar uh, thing, which we're gonna talk about at length on a on a different show, but. You know, back then, if you had, again, it was battles and not beef because, again, it wasn't personal. Nobody was like, I can't believe you said that I'm going to come and shoot you in the face. Right. It was, you would battle. The people would say who won, and then you just moved on. It was, yeah, exactly. You just like, okay, it. all right, you got me, or they won't acknowledge it, and they just, they just move on. It was just like, it was almost like wrestling. Like wrestling back in the day, it would be uh, Hulk Hogan versus Macho Man, and they fight, and Macho would lose, and then they'd have a rematch, and Hulk Hogan would lose, and then they'd have a rematch, you know, they had a rubber match, the best out of three, and then whoever won that, you know, like say Hogan won. I'm like, okay, so then that, That's ne- that next week, Hogan is fighting. Uh, Tugboat. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's like, okay, I moved on. <laughs> and, and it's never even brought up again. It's not like, yo, remember last year when you lost the whole thing? Like, no, nah, I mean, we fought, we fought three times. He won two, I won one. Okay. So, right. I'm going to go get this other belt. <laughs> and that's, that's how it was, you know. Karis uh, won, did his joint. Shan did his joint. Karis won, did his joint. Shan did his joint. And then people were just like, yo, Karis won. And they're like, yo. PDP one, everybody. All right, so I don't need to make any more songs. I'm gonna make songs until you tell me that I won. Right, right, right. I'm a, and I'm gonna keep pumping. I'll be keep pumping them out. It wasn't about you know calling radio stations, taking a straw poll or a Gallup poll or anything like that, or you know posting the stats on Hot 97. No, it was just about whatever whatever the street said. If they street said Shane won, then he won. If they said KRS won, then he won, and it was, and that was it. And the other and thing is like, to, to to make it different from today's whatever you want to call this music there's no apologies oh there's no oh yeah you know what i'm so i'm sorry for saying i'm sorry for being uh uh sexist by saying that this female was only good for steady fucking right Uh, right. i apologize to her family and i didn't mean no that's not hip-hop man let me ask you this um if you gather up everybody in the juice crew all of everything that they made what is the We'll start with one. What is your number one album made by a Juice Crew member? And you can't include um, you can't include. Vi- gotta go with, uh, of course, you know my favorite is Kane. So I gotta go with uh, Long Live the Kane. Uh, still one of my all time, you know, definitely my favorite Kane album. Period. Uh, it's just uh, it was groundbreaking, man. I, I think it was just it was something that really set apart came from a lot of other MCs as far as what he was doing, how he was doing it, his style. I hate to use the word swag, but his, everything, his whole aura, (laughs) his whole aura that he had with him and the movement, man. And Kane had so many, he had so many people checking for him. And, you know, I I think, and I love Kane, man. I just think Kane, Kane really went downhill when he started posing when he posed naked in that book of Madonna, you know, but uh, but that's another story for another day. But um, shouts to Dark Game. But uh, but yeah, um, <laughs> uh, Long Live the Kane, man. That, that's that's my 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 favorite. 
if 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 I had to pick a favorite, let's see. What, what do you think I pick? I mean, I know what it is. What do you think I would pick? Um, you gonna go with G Rap? Ah, if I had to pick my favorite album from in any Juice Crew member, I'm gonna go with Going Off. Bismarck. Really? I'm Biz, saying, going off. I'm saying that because wow, I did not. That actually that's a very that's, people don't don't sleep. That's a damn good. It was as funny as Biz is, and as you know, happy go lucky as he was. That's still a good album. Yeah, I I would go uh, on a limb to say that, and you know, I'm just thinking this off the cuff, but Biz Markey probably has the best discography of the Juice Crew. Hey, G-Rap's al- albums were okay. Kane's albums were not... Cla- Kane does not have a classic album. He does not have a classic album in his discography. Long Live the Kane is great and revered, but it only has like three or four good songs on it. Okay. And and the next joint only had really like two or three good songs on it. But I mean, it revered because Kane is great. He's one right. of the top three greatest lyricists in hip hop history. Just like Rakim is the greatest in hip hop history, but his discography ain't that dope. <laughs> yeah, no, no. When you yeah, when you get past uh, let the rhythm hit him, you know, there's there starting to be a little drop off there. Yeah. So I mean, so I, but Bismarck, you know, Bismarck with the um, because you got to think he got going off, which mm-hmm. is a classic. Then he got Biz. Biz Never Sleeps, which had Spring Again and Just a Friend and stuff right. on it, which right. everybody loves. He, and he then, did. yeah, then he had, yeah, I, I Need a Haircut, which a lot of people didn't know about. But... <laughs> I, I vaguely remember, you know, I bought that, and, and I, I don't even think I listened that five or six times. Man. But it had, the, it had what comes around, goes around on it, and that's just, that song is incredible. Um, but then he had the, uh, but that was the one that got him in trouble. And then he got the all samples cleared that had the young girl blues on it. Let me turn you on was mm-hmm. on there. Um, the I'm a ugly nigga <laughs> song. And see, by that time in Biz's career, even though those were good albums, you know, I think with the success of Just a Friend and Spring Again and, mm-hmm. and uh, those, I think people stop. Hip hop fans, I think, stop taking Biz seriously. Yeah. Now, you know, I can't say hip hop fans. But like the core fans that knew him from the Juice Crew was like, okay, man, Biz is—he's more funny man than he is an MC. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah, no doubt. But but if, again, if I had to pick one, it would be um, going off because literally, there's nothing whack on it. And I can't say that about—I I might be able to say that about a G-Rap joint because Four Five Six is incredible and mm-hmm. uh, Live and Let Die. But going off. Picking Boogers, Alby Square Mall, Biz Going Off, The Biz Dance, Vapors, Make the Music With Your Mouth, yep. Nobody Beats The Biz, Something For The Radio. <laughs> I mean, he doesn't have anything whack on it. That's that's probably the best album from the Juice Group, in, in my opinion, of course. Um, so, regarding the Juice Crew and you know anything else, uh, you got any final thoughts on the on the on the squad? Like, what would have happened if uh, Kane and G Rap jumped into the battle versus KRS One? It might have been a bloodbath. 
<laughs> I think, man, I, final thoughts on the Juice Crew, man. I, I'm, even though it's 20 something years later, I'm just as appreciative. I think I'm even more appreciative of what they brought to the game. Um, you know, because even to this day, you know, rappers and, and they've always, rappers have always been about their crews and everything like that, but this was the first crew. And, you know, before Junior Mafia and Biggie, before the Woo, before, you know, you flip mode, before all of these crews with, you know, one or two females, whatever like that, this crew stood out. And, you know, even the guy that both you and I deem, you know, not as dope as everybody else, like Master Ace, you know, he still could hold his own. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he wasn't, Master Ace wasn't, even the guys at the bottom weren't whack. And that's like what we talked about a little bit as far as like the comparison between them and Woo. You know, you take Master Ace over you guys. <laughs> Leave <laughs> baby you alone, man. Come on. <laughs> or, or um, you know, so that type of thing. So, I think, man, my final thoughts is I, I think people need to, and hopefully this podcast will help make that come to fruition. But they really need to appreciate if they don't already appreciate what they what they did for hip hop and, and I don't think that it was something that they necessarily set out to do because you know nobody wasn't trying to break any trends at, at that and that was one of the beauties about and, and about that era is that you just wanted to be heard you know it wasn't about money it wasn't about I mean yeah girls was gonna come but you just wanted to be heard and you wanted to be recognized as nice and you didn't want to be the last thing you wanted to be considered as is a biter mm-hmm. you know you wanted to be original and that's what that's what made the music so great and that's what made this uh, collective of MCs so dope was that everybody was different. Kane didn't sound like G-Rap. G-Rap didn't sound like Craig G. Craig G didn't sound like Mass Ace. Mass Ace didn't sound like Biz and so forth and so on. You know, um, and I think when you have crews like that, when you have, when you're able to, to put people together and we talk about volume one, when you're able to <laughs> you know, just take a whole album and say, okay, you know what, this is just going to be our album. And we, we look at even, like, and you, you pointed out very well, even you look at Shantae, who is lyrically dope, and she could have done probably 10,000 other type of songs. Her one song with the last song on the album was dedicated to dissing these female and <laughs> You know, talking about how whack they were. And she could have, I mean, she could have just really just blazed something, but it was still a dope album. And it's, it's, it's they definitely, the Juice Crew definitely has their place in hip-hop history. Um, if you weren't familiar with the Juice Crew before you listened to this podcast, shame on you if you weren't, but definitely catch up. Um, look at their discography. Listen to their music because it, it, they made some great music, and it, it's a shame that their run didn't last that long. But I guess for us in that era, because there wasn't an internet or anything like that, it, their era probably for me and you it probably lasted a lot longer than what it really did. You know, because when, when you sent me the information, I looked it up on, uh, I googled it, and you know, it talked about how long the Juice Crew were active as a crew, and it wasn't that long, but. For us, it seemed like an eternity, man, because they just came out with such good music. Yeah, and the individual members, you know, still kept going. Yeah, Definitely. So, uh, final thoughts is, like I said, Juice Crew definitely has that place in hip-hop history. And um, can't deny it. Just can't deny it. No doubt. Yeah, just a good time. But uh, 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 thank you for coming on the show. 
Um, thank you, everybody. Anytime. Anytime. Yeah, well, we got some other stuff we're going to plan up. But, uh, and thank you, everybody, for listening. If you got any comments about the show, leave them on the uh, site page. Um, eclecticrelaxation.com slash hip hop. Um, you can uh, tweet them at Tweet Rhymes Life at 12 Kyle. Um, 12 Kyle's radio show. Uh, give them the knowledge about the radio oh, show. Definitely. Uh, check me out on Blog Talk Radio every Wednesday night, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, we talk about different topics each week. Um, you know, any, everything from hip hop to sports to sex, dating, relationships, uh, pop culture, um, everything. Uh, everything in and out of the sun each week right here. Blog Talk Radio, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Make sure you check me out. Yeah. So, so with that, with that being said, we're gonna, uh, we're gonna, we're gonna end this real quick and, and you know, get some Juice Crew popping on the outro. Um, so until next time, we out. Peace. Saturday night hurt you. You're not a DJ, so don't prepare handles. The radio's first one to ever clear channels. And I should live forever, kid. That's where it's at. Since your name is Magic, it's just a disappearing act. Mr. Magic, I'ma miss you. I love you, Super Rocket. Without you, hip-hop just wouldn't be popping. You made me who I am in so many ways. And thanks for putting rappers on the radio waves. Here's my final farewell till I see you again. Now I spill a sip of wine for my partner in crime. Better meet me at the gate. Till then, I'll be missing you. Rest in peace forever from a fan of Super Listen, listen close. Realize why hip-hop is winning. The reason that your favorite DJs is spinning.
to back. Friday and Saturday, looking back, I couldn't have it. No other way, crossfader, going back and forth like click, click, click. While you proceeding and smacking off that lipstick. Flex, finally admit it. We used to put it on, I'm back up in the saddle. It's about to go on, The first DJ that believed in us. The first DJ played us on the radio. He had a golden voice, he was the people's choice. He had the crowd in the palm of his hands. Word is born, he was the phenomenon. Hip hop boss, the wonderful man. Just like a karate movie, gonna 40 do. We're gonna miss Lucky, aka Sir Juice. Mr. Boyce, realize why hip hop is winning. The reason that you're with DJs is serious. Give it up, fuck. Make it up, fuck. Let's go. Yeah. We're ripping down airways, we all from the get go. The originator of 